Hello everyone, this is Pastor Ronke Lulano of Harmony Christian Center. Thank you for joining our podcast today. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the message. Please turn your Bibles to Psalm 34 from verse 1 to 7. And I read, I will bless the Lord at all times. Did he say at good times? I will bless the Lord what? At all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Ah, may the praise of God never disappear from your mouth. No situation or condition you will go through that will make your mouth of praise go down in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Verse 2. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. Today we are going to make our boast in the Lord. Forever the days of Allah, we shall make our boast in the Lord. We are not making our boast in doctors. We are not making our boast in our pocket. We are not making our boast in the accountant. Our boast shall be what? In the Lord who has seen us through. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. That's why we are all here. Because we have come to magnify the name of the Lord together. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Nothing will stop us from coming together together to worship the Lord. And let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me. Oh, thank you, Lord. That each time we seek you, you always hear us. And he heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. No matter what fear you have, no matter what fear that may be coming, we serve serve a God who will deliver us even to the uttermost from all our fears in Jesus' name. Every fearful letter you've received, every fearful instruction that has come to you, the Lord indeed will deliver you completely from it in Jesus' name. They looked to him and were radiant. May you permanently have a radiant face. Face of sorrow will not be your portion. Face of shame will not be your portion. People will not gather around to sorrow with you in Jesus' name. And their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him. The poor there does not necessarily literally mean poor in money, but you know, somebody who's completely surrendered to God, that Lord, you are my help. I have no other one. I have no other person, but I cry out unto you. Praise the Lord. And the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. I said, whatever has been chasing you, whatever has been a challenge, whatever has been a trouble, whatever has been a trial, whatever has been a test, the Lord is here in the house will deliver you from it all in Jesus' name. The angel of the Lord, I love this one. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him. As long as you fear him, The angel of the Lord is watching over you. Even if you're about to get into a situation that you know you did not know was not right, the angel of the Lord will push you out. I say if you're about to get into a train or you're about to get into a car, you're about to get into a vehicle or you're about to get into a place where God does not want you to be there, the angel of the Lord will block the way for you. In your sleep, the angel of the Lord encamps around you. 
in your waking, the angel of the Lord encamps around you. It does not matter how many that has been said is happening concerning your children, concerning yourself, concerning whatever, in the name of Jesus, because the angel of the Lord encamps around us, we are saved and we are protected in Jesus' mighty name. He encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. The Lord is our deliverer. Usually, I'm sure you agree with me, Many of us are used to saying, ah, I thank God. Who saw me through from January to December? We say it's like a cliche, isn't it? Ah, thank God. I saw God saw me through from January to December. We give God the praise. Ah, we get exalting. Before this year, many of us have taken those, that kind of thanksgiving as one of those things, if you're with me. But this year, 2020, truly you will agree with me, it's exceptional. If you are here from January to December and crossing over to 2021, it's worthy of praise unto the Lord. Because it's not because you are better. Ah, people who are better, people who did social distancing more than you, people who sat in a cocoon and did not even go out, people who made sure they wore hundreds of masks, people who ensured that they did not even go to work, people who shielded and overshielded, some of them are not here today. Not because we are better. Not because you and I are better. But for the grace of God and the angel of the Lord that's been encamping around us. And so we give him the glory. Is anyone excited that they are here alive and well today? They are not in the mug. People are not sorrowing over them. They are not saying, oh, what a shame you are not here today. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to glorify his name. Begin to exalt him. It is not your protection. It is not what you did. It is not your smartness. It is not how you did it. It is not who you know. It's only the grace of God. The disease that has taken people away. He did not take you away. Even the people that had less than you, they are not here today. But you are alive and well with your household. Alive and well with your household. Not because we know. But because he's good. Because he's gracious. Because he's awesome. What can we say to return thanks unto him? Hallelujah. Maybe seated, people of God. As we go into this message today, it's not so much of a message. It's much of us recalling the goodness of God. And that's the simple title. Recalling the goodness of God. You may want to change it to faithfulness. You may want to change it, but recall the ability to recall the things he has done for us. In this church, a number of us are frontline NHS workers and we're still standing today. I've never, to the glory of God, had to go and visit any, we have well over 150 NHS workers in this church. I've never been called to come and see any of them that they are sick. Can't you just give, give God the praise? Give God the glory. Some of us are teachers, in and out with children. Of course, the children have it, it doesn't matter to them. But clearly, if an adult who is not graced to survive it has it, then something terrible would have happened. All our teachers have been protected. Can we just give God the praise and give him all the glory? Even people with underlying conditions that I know of, 
God indeed has seen each and every one of them through. As I was preparing for this short exhortation about recalling God's goodness, I believe when God gave our pastor the word this year, there's going to be a year of what? Perpetual praise. <laughs> From Psalm 34. That we just read. For those just coming in. God knew how difficult and challenging the year 2020 was going to be. Before he gave him that word. But many of us, you know, so, some of us actually felt, ah, perpetual praise. I'm not knocking anybody, myself included. We all felt, ah. If perpetual praise, it means we'll be doing one celebration to another celebration and dancing and singing and pray, praise God. But we read, like Pastor Bakari would say, we read our greed into the creed. Because if you read Psalm 34, like we read the verse 7, and if you read it to the end, there ain't nothing in it that shows that David was dancing and singing and rejoicing and partying and enjoying. All his praise was surrounded with, I will still praise him. Despite, in spite of any troubles or trials. So when God gave him that word, he was to prepare us for Corona 2020. To help us know that despite, in spite of anything, his praise will continually be in my mouth. We need to be able to see with the eye of the spirit when God speaks. Because this is one thing I've decided now. I would not take the word on the surface anymore. Go and inquire of the Lord. Lord, what is it you're saying about this for me to know? Because I believe that that word was to prepare us. That tough times are coming. Remember David wrote that psalm. When he was pretending madness, not even knowing where he was going to go. But he says, I will exalt the Lord at all times. Nothing will stop you from exalting the Lord at all times. In Jesus' name. As we offer our thanksgiving today, I want us to recall the goodness of the Lord. And the Holy Spirit convicted me that it's not about you telling people to recall the goodness. What about you? As the mother of this house, I recall the goodness of the Lord upon us as a people. It's, it's uncountable. But I just want to share a few with you. So that as, the, as you're thinking, as you're flowing, as you're reflecting, as you're recalling, and also, you know, confirming those things, let it strengthen your faith. That if God could do that, he would do yours too. There are seven things I want to say quickly from that passage. We've been taught again and again. But this is a reminder for us. That when God says perpetual praise, when David was saying those things, is to help us even through the rest of the year and going into 2021. Steps that you need to take to rise above every challenge of 2020 and even 21 and going further these are steps that will help us to maintain a life of perpetual praise these are steps that will help us to know that what god has said is true and we need to live it 
These are steps that when we take it and we leave it, there will be a manifestation of it in our lives. So that when the world says there is a casting down, God will say to you there will be a lifting up and you will experience that lifting up in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. The first thing, choose to bless him at all times. Do what? Choose. It's a choice. You have to determine... I don't care, whatever, at all times, whether it's looking good, whether it's not looking good, whether I got a bad letter, whether my children are okay, whether my finances are not the way it should be, I will choose to do what? Bless him at all times. When you choose to bless God at all times, the devil knows you're stubborn and he backs off. This one is a stubborn, stubborn worshiper. I would rather be labeled as a stubborn worshiper of God because the devil will be far from your household in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. God is good. Very quickly, the next point, let your mouth be full of praise and not complaints. Let your mouth be full of praise and not complaints. <sighs> Why is this happening? What kind of stupid job is this? Meanwhile, you testified about that job. All the people in this place, they're just useless. They just want to use someone and die. Ah, do you want to die? Ah, what kind of husband am I married to? What kind of wife do I have? Eh? He doesn't hear what every other person is saying. Stop complaining and choose to praise. When you praise and replace those negative words with, with praise, God will begin to change those things and you begin to have what we call in medicine a, a therapeutic effect of peace will be upon you in Jesus' name. Praise God that you even have a husband. Praise God that you even have a job. Praise God that you even have a child. Don't complain about them. Put them before God. Lord, I thank you for this child. Lord, I thank you for this wife of mine. I thank you for this man. I know you're working on him. I know you're doing great and mighty things. I know things will change. I know this situation of my finances will turn around for good. I know, Lord, I just want to thank you. Turn it to praise. No matter how difficult it looks, as you turn it to praise, you will receive good news in Jesus' name. Next point. Feed your mind with the goodness of God. The mind is the battleground. Feed your mind with the goodness of God. Do not feed your mind with negative comments and the narratives of doom and gloom. If you want narratives of doom and gloom, there's plenty out there. Sometimes it's very good to just shut them down. Feed your mind with positive things. We have the technology to do it. Whatever you punch into it is whatever will come out. Garbage in, garbage out. Number four, do not have an entitlement mentality. Don't think God has no choice than to bless me now. Ah. God has no choice than to heal me. Ah, me, I've been serving God, though. Ah. <laughs> God has no choice for, for me to just I go in as a Hebrew woman, I deliver. Ooh, who are the other women? Egyptian women. Is it grace? Don't have an entitlement. There is no, that's one I thank God for, for, for the life of our pastor. There, there's any day, whatever it is, that God brings her away. He's on his knees. He's the first person to say, Lord, I thank you. He doesn't take it for granted. 
that has been pastoring, that we have been pastoring in this church for this many years, and we've never had a day that the church closed down because we have people that church closed down. He's never taking it for granted. We were meeting with some of our pastor friends, a group of seven that we call ourselves, and some of them were talking about experiences from their leadership. And we're like, wow, God, we thank you. It's not because we are the smartest. It's not because we are the best, but it's the grace of God. Don't have an entitlement mentality either as a department leader or as a mother of the house or as a father of the house or even as a child for those of us listening at home. My parents do whatever I want. This is Christmas. They must get me all of this list because really, this is what I need now. Who says? Don't have what? An entitlement mentality. Don't think God has no choice because of all you're giving, because of all you're praying. Ah, know that it's only God. That can, except the Lord builds a house. They labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord watches over a city. The watchman stays awake in vain. You will not stay awake in vain in Jesus' name. The Lord will watch over you and all that is yours. And you will always be careful to go on your knees to say thank you, Daddy. Because it's not an entitlement, but for the grace of God. Hallelujah. Ensure you associate with people <laughs> that will praise God with you. Ensure you associate with people that will praise God with you, either in the fellowship, in church, or small groups. For iron sharpens iron. If you associate with people that say, in the lockdown, this pandemic season, everybody's doing things for themselves. Even all these church, church, church things. God sees you, just pray from your home. Pray for your bed. There's no prayer. God, God, there's a special prayer you pray in lockdown that God knows because it's lockdown. You don't attend prayer meetings. You don't fellowship in the home church. You don't come to church when you have the ability to. You don't sharpen yourself. How will your altar of prayer not die down? How will there be perpetual fire in that altar? You have nobody that is challenging you. Come on, get up. Come on, let's go. <laughs> you know, like in the first lockdown, before one could come to church, and all, both of our children were at home, Sunday for us is Sunday. You sit in the living room. Everybody, this is service time. That's how we did it. And I bet you that's what pastor is doing right now with praise at home. Because it's important that you realize that when it comes to God, when it comes to the things of God, that's not the time you just do things anyhow. You know, like a days ago. Even God understands. Lockdown, lockdown is different. To, eh. <laughs> lockdown is different. Does God change? If God was to stop your breath in lockdown, will you be alive? If God was to stop the goodness and the covering and the angels and camping around you in lockdown, would that be God's watch, God's protection, God's love, God's mercy is constant. Therefore, our own worship, our own love, our own service, our own seeking him should be what? Constant. It's, it's, it's like the joke <laughs> to let you know that the government is just dancing you know, to please men. I said, the COVID-19 is high, very high. But you know what? We give you five days of grace over Christmas. And so in that five days, you can go and mess up, do what you want to do. 
to bring two, three uh, members, uh, households together. And then, of course, those who are foolish are jumping at it. When I see patients in the surgery, I say, so what are you doing? They say, oh, no, I'm no way. I'm not listening to no government who doesn't know what they're doing. That's what patients are saying. Because coronavirus does not know Christmas period or no Christmas period. So therefore, why would your prayer, why would your service, why would your seeking him shut down in lockdown? Because God's service and love does not end during lockdown. Hey! It's absolutely important that our love and our service, everything we give to God remains constant so that we can truly be able to say that we are children of God. When you love your father and your mother, you don't stop loving them during a season if you're a true child that belongs to them. Praise the Lord. Moving on quickly. Ensure you go back to seek God for guidance and direction. We talked a lot about this last week. Ensure you go back. If you're not sure, go back like Rebecca. If you're not sure, go back like Gideon. Go back like David. David inquired of, each time he inquired of the Lord, he didn't say, oh, this is how God did it last time. This is how he would do it. No, whatever it is that you're not sure what you're going through, what you're going through, please go back and seek God for guidance and direction. And he will speak to you in Jesus' name. And the last point, keep your faith alive. That's, that one was explaining that's the radiant appearance. Keep a radiant what? Appearance. By that radiant appearance, I'm not just saying put on all the uh, pancake, the Kay, the everything, and have a sad countenance. No. The Bible says that Hannah, when she had prayed and wept and everything concerning God giving her a child, after that, and the prophet Eli said to her, no, God has answered your prayer. Just leave the rest to God. The Bible tells us, if you read the next verse, that Hannah went, wiped her face, went away, and her countenance was no longer sad. After you have believed that God is the one that you've trusted, that's going to come through for you, that's going to answer you, that's going to be your blesser, that's going to protect you, that's going to shield you, that this challenge will not swallow you up, that you will not die even in this situation, that coronavirus will not swallow up your family, that you will not end even in this pandemic, that you will not become a bystander. After you have believed and held on to that, keep your face and your faith radiant. Don't keep coming and saying, nobody knows what's going to happen. Who are you nobody? You are a God's, what? You belong to who? God. You are God's child. His stamp and seal is upon you. And therefore, you are not, ah, nobody, everybody, are you everybody? The, when you use terminologies that nobody knows what's going to happen, everybody is saying something is bad. Are you everybody? When did your name change to everybody? When did your name change to uh, nobody or somebody? You have a name. And that name is engrafted, What? In the palm of his hand. Whatever he has said to you, keep your faces radiant. Keep your faith radiant. Keep your belief radiant. Believe that what he has said he would do, he would do. Can I just leave, stop and leave a little last joker? Do you know you have nothing to lose in believing him all the way? When he gets to a point and he looks at, ah, is this thing going to end up pear shaped? Just say, Lord, still I will not bow. 
Because when I get to heaven, I will ask you, excuse me, sir, why did you disappoint me? And God has never disappointed anybody. I'm telling you, go from Genesis to Revelation. God has not what? Disappointed. He is a promise keeper. Whatever he says he will do, he will do. And that's the God that we serve. Can we arise this morning? As we begin to trust God, as we begin to call on him, as you have been reminded of God's goodness, as you have recalled the goodness of God in your life, in your family, begin to thank him that no matter what it is that is left, that it is not an, that's not been attended to, you believe God that he will surely come through to you. Begin to thank God for his goodness in your life, in your family. Open your mouth and thank him for those things he has done. Open your mouth and thank him for the things that indeed only he truly could have done it. Open your mouth and exalt him and say, Lord, I worship you. Oh, we honor you with thank you. You made a way for us even where there seemed to be no way. You are the way maker. You are the one oh God that makes a way in the wilderness and creates rivers in the desert. When man says there was no way, you open the door. Lord, we thank you, Lord, because we are alive and well. We thank you, Lord God, because you are working on our case. We thank you, Lord, because there is nothing impossible for you to do. Oh, Jehovah, Lord God, we exalt your holy name. We bless you, Daddy. We honor you. We thank you because you've single-handed us out for blessing. For you alone deserve all the glory and all the honor. Blessed, blessed, blessed be your name, O God. Daddy, we thank you for you made a way. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks goes to all our partners who support our ministry. If you'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message, you can call us on plus four four two zero eight five nine seven triple one zero or visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord be with you always until we meet next time.